everybody, it's Neil with the Dastardly Gentleman! And with me, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank! Hi. How's it going? Yeah, uh, you remember how to do one of these things, Frank? I, I remember how to do all these things because I am never, not a day where I'm not making somebody mad. So let's make somebody mad today. That's true. That is true. Here, let's turn off the topic real quick because we're gonna. No, hold on. Okay. So, <laughs> you don't know. Um, so we've been gone for a while. We apologize, but we've been uh, we've been rebranding. We Look, not, we're, we're, not, we're not gone. We're still here. We're just okay. having podcasts in a few days. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. I mean, people that solely listen to us uh, via the iTunes and via the, the Google Plays, um, if you were concerned about us, uh, there are multiple avenues in which you can get a hold of us. Because, I mean, we say it every freaking podcast. So, if you haven't been paying attention and you want to hear more and see more, I, I'm doing this in the beginning this time, <laughs> you can mail us at mail at dashforthegentleman.com you can visit our website www.dashforthegentleman.com or you can jump on our discord um, we can give you the details on that as well it's also in our youtube uh, description but yeah we've been getting um, messages from people saying hey where have you been yeah. yeah, it's kind of nice to actually get like some, you know, community feedback being like, hey, I, I, I want to know what I love getting. I love getting, uh, you know, messages and emails and stuff where people are like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, oh, my God, people actually want to know my opinion. Right. That's that. That's awesome. I mean, I appreciate that. So the only, only problem is, is that I have an opinion on everything. And most of the time people don't like it. <laughs> I mean, most of the time people just want to hear what they already think which is ridiculous come on now i mean i had a discussion with somebody recently it was about religion uh i won't go into it but like i get to a point in it and they're like i'm done talking to you <laughs> yeah like, well you know you can't you, you have to have like you have to go into like a religious discussion with like a particular mindset or like a set of like very rigid ground rules being like you need to detach yourself from this discussion and not think that I am mocking you. Well, yeah. And then you as the orator have to not fucking mock the person. Of course. I mean, like, that I is mean, also important. That is obviously not conducive to a to a reasonable obviously. discussion. Obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I want to, during that discussion, I'm like, okay, well, what do you think? Oh, okay, well, here's what I think. I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm not saying you're. Uh... I'm not saying you're stupid, but I am gonna make my rebuttal in crayon so it's easier for you to understand. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't do that. You do that, Frank. Look, look. No one ever pretended like I was a super nice person. Okay, <laughs> no one. So yeah, and I just got to a point where like it was a really good discussion. I was like, okay, this is what I think. Oh yeah, that's really that's really smart. I didn't really think about that. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, this is this, this is that. And they're like, well, this is what I think. I'm like, oh, that's really good too. But did you ever hear about this? Okay, we're done talking. What? Whoa, what happened? <laughs> I have no rebuttal, so I'm shutting this discussion down. I don't, want, I don't want to hear any more <laughs> about what you have to say. Come on, don't bullshit me. I thought it was going well. Kind of pissed me off, actually. Um, well, you should probably learn how to do rhetoric better then. Rhetoric? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you mean. Rhetoric is the art of convincing people. 
Oh, I'm very convincing. Obviously not. <laughs> it's hard to convince people that are very. I have very never been ways. shut out of a religious argument. And I and I am much more. I am much more facetious and and vicious and extreme than you are. That is very true, and that is very surprising to me because I. Tend to, uh, I don't know what he means by that. I, it's surprising to me. I tend to at least be <laughs> empathetic to to somebody else's thoughts and views. You're like, no, fuck that. <laughs> you could think that if your head was an empty abscess, but. You know, I like to think with my own brain, not someone else's brain. See how, like, okay, the only way I could see that, like, not being a shutdown argument is because you piss somebody off so much they want to fight you. So they're going to try and bulldoze you by raising their voice. <laughs> Why is what you, I think? <laughs> you got to talk quieter and say meaner things. Yeah. So now they have to listen. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, tell us more. I mean, we've got like a very niche audience and a couple fans that are vocal about it, but they're very vocal in like a private sense. You know, you only talk to one of us, or you only like you catch us on the street, or you know, catch us on the street throwing out gang signs. Well, dude, and we're like, we're like, what up? (laughs) I've run into two fans out here since I moved back to Havasu. Like two fans. I've well, one I never met before. And the other one uh, I've known for a while, but I didn't know he was a fan. And both of them are like, hey, man, your show is great. I really love that one. I'm like, cool. You probably should have said something about it. So yeah, it would have been nice to know. Because, it, to be fair, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm complaining, but it gets discouraging not knowing that people actually care. But also, we need to know that you care because we want to do more of the stuff you care about you know so one of, one of the fans was like you know what uh, I, I'm not going to pay for anything I'm, I'm not going to give you guys any money but I like your show I'm like that ah, is totally okay I'm fine with that um, never required it <laughs> but free admission I mean this show is always going to be free I mean it, if we get huge maybe we'll throw some ads down your throat who knows but that's not going to happen, because <laughs> we're not going to get huge. Huge! <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you don't have to pay, but when you hear something great, or you don't hear something great, I mean, if you disagree, just fucking talk to us <laughs> as a whole, so we know, and other people know, that, you know, people are listening. That being said, let's talk about things, yeah? Yeah. All right. Topic starter number one. We're gonna talk about social media. Oh man, I, totally, I gotta go. I totally jacked up this region thing here. Why, why, why do we? Why do we even do this? Why do we even? Why do we have a show? You know, I mean, production level. You just should I get you a nutja sketch? You know what? Fuck it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the etch sketches a go is what you're telling me it's fine so social media so Frank showed me a really interesting video today which I already agreed with but it's nice to know that other people think it um, about social media and it's interesting that, that uh, there was a analogy that somebody put into it social media is has become the tobacco industry of our age <laughs> of our generation 
explain that a bit, Frank. So, you know, you have you have places like Facebook and Twitter and and the other social media outlets that have conducted uh, what like tests, samples, examples, and stratagems to promote addiction in social media so that you keep scrolling and clicking on crap like that. And it gives you like whenever like you're get fed the uh, the same the kind of social media bits that you approve of, it can like you know, and you and you are effectively rewarded for it. It starts to trigger your body to release uh, endorphins into your brain. It's endorphins, right? Right. No, it's the um, endorphins in your uh, cortisol. Can't remember cortisol. Yeah, it starts starts giving you that feel good every time that you find something that you really like on social media. And so like you, you end up becoming addicted to that feeling and then it perpetuates it. And the next thing you know, like you check your phone like 150 times a day. And uh, that's just, that becomes your life. You become a social media consumer. Well, that, that is your, that is your hobby. It's more than just an addiction. It's more than just a feel good thing. The cortisol is basically <clears throat> a drug in itself. Like it's an addictive substance that your body produces. You want that nice feeling, but if you don't get that nice feeling, you start stressing out about it. So you naturally start looking at your phone every 15 minutes because your body's like, hmm, I really need that, that bump, that, that feeling again. I, 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 I didn't, gotta, scratch scratch yeah. that itch, man. I scratch that itch. Why didn't my last post get any likes? Did I say something wrong? Is it me? You know? <laughs> Fuck, I gotta look for more pictures of cats. <laughs> Maybe. I, I got needs, man. I got needs. I got kitty cat needs. Maybe when I take the picture, if I turn my head this way, this is my better side. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it, it stresses you the fuck out. And to be honest, I've been doing Facebook for a very long time, and most of us have, because there's, <laughs> what did the stats say? There are now as many Facebook Two users. Two billion people. As the Christian religion. <laughs> yep. That is insane. So... I mean, a good portion of the planet is, is doing it. And I've been doing it for a long time, but I got to a point where it's like, you know, you start worrying about what people think of you. You start having to second guess everything you ever say because you've got 300 plus people watching your every word because they got nothing better to do and you got nothing better to do. And it's like, I pissed off a lot of people by just openly posting my views and uh, lost a lot of friends. And you can't take that shit back, for one. Um, and for two, it's none of their fucking business. I mean, if somebody wants to know, they'll ask you. <laughs> or you'll have a discussion about it. But just bleh, out onto the fucking internet, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta read that shit. Oh, now I think less of that person. Fuck me. Next. <laughs> you know? So I stopped posting on social media altogether because... It pissed me off, and other people pissed me off. I didn't want to read other people's fucking soapboxy shit, you know. <laughs> like I don't. I mean, no, no, I I hundred percent agree because like you know it's like you get like you know, um, uh, your aunt, your aunt's you know your aunt's second cousin all of a sudden like throws out some like really inane gibberish on Facebook, and they're like, you know what I mean? And you're like, no, I don't even. I mean, most of that wasn't even really a sentence let alone actually having like any kind of like real thought process to it and, and like you they and for some reason like I, I used to have i used to have facebook you know like everyone else on the planet i haven't had i haven't like been on my facebook account i mean i, I get on it periodically because there are some people that seems to be like with it they'll get a hold of me is on facebook so i check it like once a i don't know a month 
maybe. And then I was using it uh, whenever we were promoting it on the channel, but you know it's doo doo, so we don't really do that very much. But then the uh, I just I even when I was on Facebook, I never really gave too much of a shit about what people's opinions of the things that I said were, because you know, funny enough, behind the keyboard, I'm still me, and I still don't care what you think. <laughs> so I mean, whenever like I'm like I'm like. Can you believe this inane garbage? And people are like, that's my worldview. And I'm like, that's very sad. You should probably get out. You should probably read a book instead of using it to balance your TV. You know? Yeah, people don't really uh, respond to that very well. You know, and that's great because uh, most of them were uh, uh, people that, you know, they like, you get friended by, by friends of friends because mm -hmm. it's like that giant interconnecting weave and then it was always those like because the people who really knew me like my friends and my close family they're like yeah he's like that and so like whenever like you know if, if they would post a view and i would and I'll post a contrary opinion we would have like a discussion about it right. or we would be kind of like civil about it while we having a discussion about it and but then like if it was it was always the people that were like the outer fringes of like my friends friends that wanted to fight with me like for, for absolutely nothing and then didn't want to have a discussion they just wanted to yell and I'm like I am going to destroy you <laughs> and you don't even know and so like you know I'm like hold on let's bust out the facts and let's have a discussion and then I just you know you piece them apart my favorite thing to do was to like copy and paste somebody's uh, little anti-me diatribe and then answer them point by point in their own post yeah I love doing that. Oh yeah, it's I fun. love doing that. <sighs> uh, but I don't. I don't even social media anymore. I, I just can't stand it. I mean, like it's because like it, it's like it's all like the same. It's the same thing. And like you know, fine, you can say it if you want. I don't care. Make fun of me. But that it is so up to the ballsack in uh, uh, fake news. And I and oh, yeah. I know that has become like this almost stupid, laughable word. But Facebook. Facebook is is pra practically nothing but fake news. Oh yeah, everybody and, thinks they're so a fucking journalist. <laughs> yeah, whenever like somebody's like you know they post something and they like you know like well this uh you know this article from BuzzFeed says that you know uh, Donald Trump just killed four people behind the White House. I mean he probably didn't. Right. You know I mean he 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 I mean that's I mean could you cite some sources? Did they cite any sources? Well no, it's probably not fucking true then. Yeah. I mean, I have that. I have to have that discussion with um, people that are close to me all the time because they're like, "Did you see that North Korea is getting ready to start firing more missiles?" I'm like, where'd you read that? Well, well, Facebook. Did you cite any sources? I mean, did you New York Times? Did you look, you know, CNN, MSNBC? I mean, they're not super credible, but I mean, like at least they have more credibility than BuzzFeed. I mean, it's kind well, of their job, well, not like know. a hobby. <laughs> right. I mean, like, it's something they're actually more or less responsible for sort of telling the truth, at least in shades. So, I mean, you know, if, if somebody, when somebody tells me that they saw the news on Facebook, I'm like, I don't believe that. My first thing to do is Google it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to figure out, especially like if you've got a phone in your hand, which you're probably using to watch Facebook, you could probably just go to the internet app. And then Google it and find out if it's true. You how, know? I mean, how hard is that shit? It's pretty fucking hard. <laughs> See, <laughs> apparently, that's that's. I've I've been criticized a lot lately for googling just about everything. I mean, somebody will say some 
some asinine shit to me, or they'll they'll just say something that I I don't think is true, but it could <clears> be, you know. And then I'll sit there and be like, hold on a second, I've never heard that before. Uh, who did you hear that from? Well, I've always known it to be that way. Like I had a discussion about. What that's the mean? most disturbing answer I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot. How I've always known it to be. Uh- I've I've heard I've heard that a lot. I mean, like we got that um, because it was back when we were there pulling down statues, mm-hmm. and um, people were uh, freaking out left, right, and center about it. And uh, you know, we got the, you know, well, well, you know, people were posting on Facebook. Well, they're all war criminals. I'm like, mm, no, not really. And then, oh, well, you know, and then you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm not even kidding. They said that shit. You know, well, I've always known that to be true. Did you? Like from where? <laughs> where, where like where did I mean, come from? I'm. I'm curious because even like even in the annals of the Civil War history that have been written by the fucking North, they don't even call them goddamn war criminals. There was only one war criminal, and he was from the North. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Looking at you, Sherman. Like, okay, so we had a discussion about what's worse for you, sugar or salt, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, every documentary I've ever seen, every fucking you know study I've ever read says sugar is by far worse for you. I mean, salt's not great, but, I mean, if you want an early grave, just fucking pound sugar all day long. And, you know, it, it was a, it was a, an argument at first, and then I'm like, do you, okay, let me break it down for you scientifically why it's worse. And then they, they got to the point where they thought I was just being condescending and insulting their intelligence. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to save your life here. I mean, if you're, this is a big deal. If you don't understand what's worse for you and you're like, well, I mean, I'm going to eat pastries and fucking snort sugar all day long. Uh, it's not, at least it's not as bad as salt. I'll just kick back on the salt intake. <laughs> you're going to die or you're going to get like, diabetes. That's like the people that are like, you know, like I'll, I'll take four, I'll take four Big Macs and three uh, super size of fries, but I'll take a Diet Coke. Because I yeah. want to come, because oh, I'm watching my weight. Yeah, it's like, I mean, are you? You know, I mean, I, I'm gonna take down the, I'm gonna cut down on the salt so that you know I, uh, you know, I, my heart doesn't give out. But I'm gonna have my heart give out because it's crushed under like you know 17 layers of fat. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean hey, you know, however you want to go, you know, that's all I'm saying. That's another thing. Everybody wants an out. Everybody wants, like. Oh, well, I guess that's bad, but this is good. So be a glutton. I mean, no, it's not okay. None of it's okay. You got to do that shit in moderation. Everything in moderation, in moderation, except for orgies. Well, I mean, depends. No, on who it's no, with. <laughs> no, no. All orgies are good orgies. That period. I don't agree with you. You are. Then you. You know what? And you're fucking stupid. How about that? Oh, How about that? I have always known this to be true. Orgies are good for you. Let you me know? Google that. You can I never not have enough shit. fucking. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> what are you doing? Googling it. <laughs> yep. No, I have never not known fucking to be the best thing ever. Don't you know? I mean, like it needs to be. It needs to. You need to be slathered in hedonism central. Now cut down on the sugar, cut down the salt, because that doesn't make you as fast. You know, you gotta go from you gotta go from bed to bed. You know, you can pour the wine on yourself, but don't drink it. It's bad for you. You know what I'm saying? No. God damn you. 
God damn you, you should support me in this. What's wrong with you? Let me ask you a question, Frank. Oh, great. There we go. So, I've been repeatedly told as of late because I feel like, personally, I don't know. I'm not even going to say it. Um, Here we go. The phrase, don't believe everything you read on the internet. What, what do you feel about that phrase? I feel like... I feel like the irony of that, saying don't believe everything you read on the internet, is that you're going to Google everything that you read on the internet to find out whether or not it's true. Right? Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, do cats really not sweat? <laughs> ah, fuck. You know, or, or it, like, what, what do you, what do you, I mean, so if you, it depends on the source, though. Because, I mean, like, if right. you get it from, like, if you're like, Facebook says cats don't sweat off it must be true no it's not true it's not true at all so then you google it you know you uh see the encyclopedia britannica says cats really don't sweat you're like oh shit cats don't sweat scientific pinterest yeah (laughs) these scientific resources and and uh magazines articles and theses tell you that cats don't sweat and they also hate having their picture taken it steals your soul wait i thought that that was uh never mind do it. We're not going to do that. I, I have fucking trouble talking to you. I don't know what you're going to say, <laughs> but it can't be good. Oh, man. I mean, you know, if, if, if you know, I believe, I, I agree with that. Don't believe everything that you read on the, you read on the internet, but at the same time, like you have to couch it with the idea that like, you're probably going to fact check it on the internet. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's what people are telling me. Like, don't believe everything you read on the internet. I'm like, I don't. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. Here, here's the thing too. The funny part is I've had that same argument whenever I, uh, I was on the previous project. They said we can't believe everything we read on the internet. I'm like, dude, I'm reading it on Politifact. Yeah, I'm reading it on. Three I mean, their sources. job is to verify information. I mean, like you, if like if you can't believe it on Politifact, you pretty much can't believe anyone. I mean, not only that is like you read it on Politifact and you're like, holy shit, that seems a little far fetched. Let me read it on at least two other news sources to to right. to you know corroborate. And Politifact Politifact's just like Encyclopedia Britannica, where like they cite their sources. Yes, you know, so it's like you know here here are the things that we you know about this particular subject. These are the things that we read about it that we that we can cite this you know information from. And so you can click on those and you can read the article. Oh shit, that is true. Or oh shit, that isn't true. You know whatever. And I so then I love whenever people are like. Um, somebody, somebody I talked to back in Arizona. Uh, we we're having a discussion. Oh, what the hell are we talking? Uh, I think we we're talking about the Korean War. And and I had made some comment, and she says, and she says, well, that's not true. And she says, where where did you read that? And I'm like, in the encyclopedia. And she's like, well, that's just the encyclopedia. I'm like, yeah, that's the encyclopedia. I mean, like, you know, that what what huh, huh, hold up, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, you're killing me. What does that mean? How? And people wonder why I quote fiction anymore because it's like, well, I can't believe anything else. I mean, like apparently, if I quote anything else, y'all think I'm fucking making stuff up. But then if I if I quote somebody from someone who actually is fucking making stuff up, you fucking believe it. And I I don't understand anymore. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't understand people anymore. You tell them facts and they don't. Believe. I mean, help me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I just I, <laughs> I don't I don't, chaos reigns. I don't get it. I don't understand why. 
why it's it's so difficult to like just use your fucking head. I mean, <laughs> it's it's not hard to research things. It takes time, but it's not hard. Most people are lazy; they don't want to give the time because they'd rather put the time into something else that's more enjoyable. But I mean, knowing what the fuck is going on in your city, in your state, in your country, it's kind of important. I mean, you do kind of have an effect on it. Not much of one, but, you know, you should you should at least be informed, is my is what I'm trying to say. You should. I mean, at least yeah. read your local newspaper. Something. Something. And that brings us or, to... Yeah, or, or whatever. I mean, like, any anything. Be informed. Yes. Indeed. So what's going on in the world, Frank? Oh my god, what isn't going on right now? It's like complete chaos. I'm like, I'm at the point where I'm almost just going to turn on C- I, I turn on, you know, CNN and MSNBC and Fox and everything else just to see if we still have a country left. Just to see, like, if it's not like, you know, the East Coast has been since reduced to rubble. It's, it's like that right now. I mean, it's pretty bad. I mean, what, what just happened at this Helsinki summit? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, like, look, we try not to get super political on this show, but I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Right now, this shit is exploding. I mean, because like you got, you know, um, man, I I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm struggling. Okay, so you got the current El Presidente is over there, and he he gets asked a blatant, simple yes or no question, and then he. He kind of hedges on it, and then it's like it's actually less like hedging and more like he kind of like backed up so he can get like a running start and then go full bore on blaming the U.S. for Russia's involved or Russia's not involvement. Not only were they not involved, but they were like they were super. It was it was actually our fault, and we're blaming the wrong people. Like even though everyone in and at this point, the world is pretty much like not Russia did that. They definitely did that. And then he comes back, and then, oh my God! So he comes back, and he, if he would have honestly, if he could have stuck to his guns, he probably would have been like been able to ride out the hate wave. But then, like he comes back, and people are mad because they're mad. They're mad all the time. People, it's 2018. People are fucking mad about everything. I mean, like you're like, man, that seagull is really pretty. Like, did you just assume how beautiful that seagull was? I'm fucking protesting on Twitter. And so, yeah, everyone's mad about everything all the time, all the time. There's never a moment where like you can say anything on the internet or anywhere. You can't you can't go out in the middle of an open field and say. Huh? Well, that's somebody coming down your throat about being fucking offended. So, you got the most offensive person on the planet says some offensive shit, some stupid shit, and it comes back, and he's surprised when everyone's offended. First of all, he's surprised that everyone's offended when he's already the most hated person on the planet. It blows my mind that he was surprised. You know, it's like it's <laughs> it's like you're on fire, and then you're surprised when someone throws a bucket of water on you. Bah, bah, I can't, bah, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe this is the result of my actions. And he's just, the disconnect is fucking unreal. And then, so then, people yelling at him, and then so he wants to kind of walk it back, be like, well, you know, I, I didn't mean he, he wouldn't do it. I meant that I don't see why he, uh, he didn't say he would, he, what, why would they do it? I meant, why wouldn't they do it? You know, because it's still their fault. So, I mean, like, so here's two parts. One, you know, you're on national television and you just lied to literally the entire fucking world. Two, you, you stood on a podium right next to the guy. This makes you look like the biggest bitch on the planet. And you straight up capitulate to him. 
more or less kisses boots right next to him. And then whenever you're 4,000 fucking miles away, then you walk it back. And from there, you're the safety and comfort of your own home slash country slash army. You're like, nah, that guy's a bitch. And he's probably sitting in the Kremlin being like, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> because nobody else, nobody else is fucking surprised. And then he walks back to walk back. No, I didn't say that. It's the, the you know what the U.S. intelligence community should feel terrible about what they've said. I'm just like the roller coaster of emotions. In the last 24 hours has been, it's been amazing. Like I, like I splash myself in the face and be like, is this reality? Where are we at in this world right now? Oh my god, it's been it's been tumultuous to say the least. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, man. And and the thing that that blows my mind is just like. If people, people are still saying he's not such a bad guy like that's the thing is like when you're asked a yes or no question and one actually both of those answers will get you fucked over one way or the other why not just take both also neither at the same time <laughs> like I'm gonna say nat- yes right now but when I, later on I'm gonna be like just kidding and then later <laughs> on I'm gonna be like just kidding to that just kidding <laughs> Do, like, do I get take back? Like, do I get take back for what I said? He's he's not stupid. He's acting stupid. He's playing dumb because he didn't want to answer the fucking question. So he's Here, taking... Here's the thing. At what point is he not acting anymore? Because he's pretty much been stupid the entire time. I, I Look, he's good at what he does. What he like, does is which he, is what? Put his name on stuff and then claim credit for other people's work? He's a salesman. He's a sociopath. Well, yes. <laughs> it's, very, it's very disturbing how often those two go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, and, here, here, and, I, and I would like to, to put this little caveat in there. Among the two of us, Neil is vastly more liberal than I am. And yeah. I'm much more conservative than, than Neil is. And, and we're both kind of like, well, what? What, what is happening? <laughs> what, what is happening right now in this political climate? It's crazy. And that's the thing is like people, when he, people when gone he, fucking insane. When he came home, both sides are pissed. It's like, okay, incredibly pissed. Holy it, shit! Because <laughs> conservatives were like, okay, we were with you the entire way. We were with you. We gave you every fucking benefit of the doubt that we possibly could give you. Oh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. And you sat there right next to the guy. And you fucking couldn't do it. You couldn't denounce him. It was what, like, what, here, what? <laughs> here is your golden chalice. They're literally giving it to you on a silver fucking platter. How much do you want to bet? That reporter, Dollars to Donuts, was paid by the Republicans to be like, this is an easy softball question. Underhand. <laughs> All he has to do is just say, yeah, no, Totes did it. You know, don't, you know, don't do it again. And he couldn't do it. Not only could he not do it, but then he swung hard in the opposite fucking direction and was like, the U.S. should feel terrible. <sighs> what? See, one of the things, <laughs> what? That, One of the things that, uh, you know, me and Frank have talked about, especially when it came to Obama, is the, the thing that sent Frank over the edge about Obama. And what was it? It was the, uh, the disapproval of... Uh, Americans handling of something. What was it? Oh, um, whatever. Uh, Arizona passed SR 171, and uh, we 
because there was okay, so there's there's a few things because there's a lot not a lot of out of them that are particularly liked, but like one of the one things was whenever Arizona was uh, arming citizens because the drug cartels kept coming over and killing American farmers in Arizona, right. and so we we started arming farmer we're not farming farmers but we were just like you can carry anything concealed unconcealed whatever it could be machete a bazooka an assault rifle whatever just carry it i mean like because at this point the cartels are coming over the mexicans are coming over and they're killing people you have the right to protect yourself with anything that you can a rock a brick a machine gun a tank whatever just you know defend yourself and then vicente fox who's the president of uh mexico came over at the time and he told arizona what they weren't going to do he said, like, Arizona is going to take back their laws governing the, the safety of the border, and they're going to do it right now. And then Obama's just out there like, beautiful, beautiful. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. A standing president does not get to sit there and applaud a foreign power telling one of these United States of America what the fuck to do. It doesn't even matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't. I mean, like, short of, like, you know, Arizona put in a law that allows us to free reign throw Mexican children into a bonfire. You know, right. I mean, like, th- but that wasn't that. I mean, right. it was about, you know, defending yourself, defending your, your property, and then having a foreign power come in and tell us what to do. The last time that happened was the fucking War of 1812. So, I mean, we go to war for shit like that. Right. You know, I mean, and and so here we are, a standing president is giving a, a fucking, was applauding a foreign dignitary telling us what we're going to do. No. Fuck you. Describe to me, or tell me how similar that is to what Trump just did. You know what? I don't even... I don't even... I don't... It's the funny part is, is that with, with like, Obese, I'm like, fuck you. You know, that that's insane that you would do that. But then, like, now, now it's like, you know, with, with uh with Trumpkin, I'm like, you are so much worse. And I, and you know, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't really like to get super political. We're already doing it. I know we're like balls deep in politics right now, but I mean, come on, dog. I mean, literally everyone on the planet says this guy just attempted to interfere in democracy in order to discredit democracy so that he can basically set up his own oligarchy over in Russia, completely free of moral and ethical obligation. And you, basically just sucked his dick on in Helsinki in front of fucking literally everyone. The, the leader of the free world just basically sided with a, with a blossoming dictator. Yes. What? What? I mean, that, I mean, it's funny because like Mexico is just like, um, basically Mexico wrote a strongly worded letter to Arizona, uh, to their mom and dad, you know, be like, you know, you're, your son's beating up my son yeah. and I, I want him to stop. And Obese was like, mom, you know, or like the bitch aunt that nobody particularly likes. And they're like, oh, well, we'll have a talking to him. And it didn't change anything because, you know, Mexico doesn't have the fucking authority. The right. federal government didn't have the authority. So Arizona's like, basically, take care of this. It's like, if you don't want us arming citizens, if you don't want us randomly stopping people that are flying at hundred fucking 10 miles an hour through the middle of the desert and pulling them out of their car because they've got drugs and shit. And do you think that that's unfair? You need to take care of your cartel problem. You take care of your cartel problem and they'll take care of the, they'll probably like loosen up on some of the guns and shit that they're uh, allowing to have run free right along the border. Right. I if, mean, you ain't, if you ain't going to do that, then guess what? Arizona still has a fucking problem. Arizona has a problem. Arizona put a law in a place to solve said problem, or at least make it better. 
And yeah. I mean, it's visceral, but it needed to happen. So, federal government, I mean, there's a problem. Federal government, either step in and help solve the problem, or get the fuck out of the way. Like, you don't get to say, no, you shouldn't do that. Dude, people are dying. <laughs> like, Yeah, and, and here's the thing. It, that got put into place strictly because Arizona kept asking for assistance repeatedly from right. the federal government. Right. Help us do something. Help us with negotiations. Help us do this. Help us do that. And then they even put it to a vote whenever I was in Arizona. But like, you know, like, do, do you want to do this? And overwhelmingly, the fucking state voted for it. Overwhelmingly, we were like, you know, no, we need to arm people because, I mean, people are getting murdered. You know, because the, the, the big kicker was this guy who uh, I, think was a, I think it was a horse farmer uh, was on his ranch in southern Arizona. And there was a truck that was just bahaing through his property and he wasn't doing anything. He didn't he didn't approach him or anything. They saw him. They veered off. They came to him and they gunned him down. Just because he saw him, and that was that was the straw that broke the camel's back because they had been asking for help from the federal government that entire time. Drugs are going crazy, you know they're killing people on the border. But then this guy literally didn't do anything because they've been skirmishing. The cartels have been skirmishing for a long time before then, and then now this American citizen gets gunned down, and so Arizona's like, "Fine, fuck it. You ain't gonna do anything about it. Fuck you. We'll handle it." And so now everybody's got a gun, and then they're pulling over anybody that looks suspicious. Of course they fucking are. I mean, it's called it's called escalation for a reason. I mean, like it isn't like a like, it isn't like a knee jerk response. I mean, it's it, it it's it's small incremental bullshit that's happened over the course of time that's elicited an extreme response. This isn't bizarre. It's not abnormal. And if it's funny because like if you tell somebody like in the east, like if you talk to somebody from like I don't know fucking Maryland or whatever, they're like, well, that's just racist. You don't know. You're not here. You don't understand what's happening. You right. don't understand that whenever you're out in the desert and you're like checking on your property, you have the fear of being fucking gunned down for absolutely no goddamn reason whatsoever if you're in southern Arizona. So it's like you don't get it. You don't have it's it'd be like me going over to like Iraq or Afghanistan and being like, You people shouldn't live your lives like that. I have no right to go over there and tell you how to live your life. I have no right to go over there and tell you like what what is important to you or what is not important to you. Yeah. Just like someone from Maryland or or anywhere else does have any right to come over to Arizona and say you shouldn't be having these guns, you shouldn't be having you know these laws enacted to uh, single out these particular groups of people. It sucks. I agree, but I mean it's an escalation. I mean it, it started out as nothing, and then whenever nobody could do anything, Arizona did something, rather than just letting their citizens getting gunned down on the street. Or in this case, in the desert. Yes, I hate it. I hate that it had to happen. I hate that. It, I hate that. Like the government decided to do nothing, you know, because they should have done something ages ago. Because that's that's the whole point of having the fucking federal government was to help with stuff like this, and the federal government didn't do anything. Right. So state law took over. You know, that's what that's what the system's for. And you know, sorry you don't like it, but I'm not really all that particularly sympathetic. Yeah. So. That's what, you know, that was one of the things that Frank likes to cite about Obama's presidency, about one of the things that, you know, made him despise him. But Yeah, there was insurance. <laughs> the, the insurance is pretty rough. I mean, personally, when it came to the insurance, I thought he was trying to push in the right direction, but uh, somewhere got lost along the way. Yeah, I, I agree. See, now that I agree with because I mean, like, I was like, no, everybody, everybody needs that. Everybody, absolutely, everybody needs, uh, you know, 
health insurance but then like you know it it was like oh it's so beautiful and passionate and then like it kind of went through congress and it's like what is this is not the same this is not the same thing that mm-hmm. came in this is not this is not what i've this is not what i was hoping we were going to vote for right so in comparison so far just that one thing that happened what two days ago now yeah monday monday yeah uh Blows that shit out of the water. Oh my god! I'm like, I'm like blown the fuck away. I am, I am 100% blown the fuck away. It, 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 like, it's, it's, it's almost numbing. Like, but here's the thing, you know, ever since the beginning of of his presidency, it's almost like at this point that you're kind of punch drunk. Yeah. Yeah, because like he does so much stupid shit, and he does, he says so many terrible, vile, hateful things that you're kind of like, I don't know. I mean, like, you try not to be because then after a while, like, you, you start to have this expectation. Or this um, this lack of understanding, or this lack of expectation of how things should be, and then so then whenever he does something terrible, you're like, yeah, that sounds all right, and that shouldn't that shouldn't be the response. It should be outrage every time, because I mean, like, let's just you know some of the, some of the shit that he said. Oh my god, like now I can't even think of anything. I mean, aside from like you know capitulating like to the Trumpkin thing, why do you hate Trump? Mind control. You're gonna have Dr. To Michael Napa, PhD. You're gonna have to elaborate on that, Doctor Michael Napa. Think about it. Think about mind control. I have thought extensively about mind control, and I would enjoy having said ability. Mind controlling people off a cliff and into lava in Black Rock Mountain. <laughs> there's a there's a wow reference for you. <laughs> I I don't hate Trump. I just I don't understand him, and I don't and I don't think that. I think that I think that he was the swing vote. I think that he was the swing vote that that went too far. You know, he was the protest vote, and suddenly he's the president, and now everyone's kind of like, <laughs> "Shit!" Uh, uh. I'm happy that you're a Democrat. <laughs> For you, what what would I be considered? I'm not even really sure. I'm like Are I'm like I'm I- so I'm. I'm I'm like I'm like hard, I'm classical liberal I guess. You and I both lean, you know, the opposite directions, but we're more centrist than anything. I guess like it depends. It depends on it depends on the mood you catch me in, and it depends on the subject. Because like you know, if you're like, well, I mean, don't you think that everyone has the right to life? No, I don't. <laughs> I think that life is a subject is a subjective gift. Subjective <laughs> gift. It is. Some people don't deserve it, Neil. Listen, a lot That's of times all I'm life saying. is an accident. <laughs> sometimes life is an accident. Sometimes I'm the one that has the whiteout. Wow. You know? Wow. This is... Uh, I respect the office, but that's the problem. I respect the office, but whenever the person that's in the office doesn't respect the office, it's it's a little galling to be like, Oh, it's the president of the United States. Yeah, and, I mean, but then, like you know, he says this, he says the most insane things or the most offensive things, and you're like, you you know, you, it's like you know that you're the president, right? I mean, you didn't wake up this morning and be like, I still only own hotels. Uh, I was kind of like half Bernie, yeah, and like, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Just the first thing I went to, like, I still I still only own hotels. That's the best I got. I'm so sorry. Uh, and then that's 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 your mindset. How does he not? How does he not respect the office? 
oh, I don't know. I mean, like he just capitulated to a foreign power almost entirely and then threw the U.S. intelligence community under the bus publicly. He's just not PC. That's putting it mildly. <laughs> just not PC I, is the least of the problem. <laughs> I mean, n- not being able he's to... real. <laughs> <laughs> not being able to give a... a is that honest, somewhere between, like, the, the toupee and the spray tan that he's real? An honest straight answer to a fucking <laughs> yes or no question is a pro- is a pretty big, big problem. I mean, you got This is n- like Did you watch did you watch Ghostbusters? Yeah. So like, you know at the end whenever um they're like, you know, uh are you a god? Yeah. So in this case, it was, you know, they were up there and uh she asks she asks Trump, you know, did Russia meddle in in the election? Well, no. Then protest. <laughs> when someone asks you if a foreign power interfered in your elections, you say no. <laughs> or yes, sorry. <laughs> you don't even know. I can't. I can't even do it. No, I'm sorry. I'm unfit for office. I'll have to go. See, Shit. That, that's the thing. Is like, okay, not only did you uh, say the wrong answer, but then Shut you, up. not not you. Oh, <laughs> not only did he say the wrong answer, but then he went back on that wrong answer, and then he went back on that on the back. On the I love wrong that. Answer. I, I I love I love the spirit of it. Like you know, how many takes do I get? It's like how many times can you give the guy the benefit of the doubt? Like I'm listen. I am, I am a huge like. I I push benefit of the doubt on everybody. I'm like, look, you know what? They were just having a bad day. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean. I'm all about giving people benefit of the doubt because sure because if you don't then there's no possibility at that point you're like I fuck that guy I don't like him he's done right we're done with him mm-hmm. but benefit of the doubt gives you possibility we're mm-hmm. not talking about a fucking friendship here we're talking about mm-hmm. running the country for one and for two how many fucking chances do you get eventually even with a good friend it's like all right, I'm giving you like 12 fucking chances. You're done. I'm sorry. I can't deal with your shit anymore. <laughs> I mean, you I, I at this point I think you're just not only are you fucking abusing my kindness, but you're also I think you're doing it on purpose. I think you're just seeing how far you can go to get away with it, and I also think you have an agenda and I'm catching on to it, but you fucking throw a lie in there every now and then to to try and throw me off. So, mm-hmm. you can't not feel like there's an ulterior motive to, you know, the the good of the country. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at, for example, we talked about all the trade tariffs that have been put into place, the whole the the Chinese trade tariffs. Oh, please tell me all the good he's done. I I'm not gonna get into that, but <sighs> the trade tariffs, okay, Chinese trade tariffs. Whole bunch of things were were. Uh, we're now taxed that were previously not taxed, but make sure you leave Melania's fucking <laughs> handbag line out of that mix. Make sure that doesn't get taxed. I could totally deny that. Tell me, tell me what he's done, Frank. What good has he done? Um, he's almost guaranteed a hundred percent that we're gonna get a Democrat in the next election. CNN won't show it. Okay, cite your sources. Well, like what though? I mean, I'm all about like exposing somebody's good. I think that everybody can do can do some good if even accidentally. Please research it. 
Well, the burden's I'm on you. I'm open to suggestion. I would love. I would love to know about like the the good that he's done. You, you know, listen, this see. this is this is the same shit we were talking about earlier about social media and Facebook. I mean, you you come out with a with a statement, and then you tell us to do the research. No. Okay. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, these are it's a uh, from the Washington Post. Uh, the ten best things Trump has done in his first year in office, by Mark A. Thiessen. So I'll just go from ten to one. Uh, he enforced President Barack Obama's rim line against Syria's use of chemical weapons. That is true. He did do that. He uh, hit. He completely managed to completely ineffectively hit an airstrip that practically was being unused. Well done. He scared a lot of people. You know, he upset some folks. But I mean, he did though. He did actually. You know, he did reinforce the red line about not using chemical weapons, uh, which in in turn has actually made it so that you know um, uh, NATO, NATO, and uh, um, what the what the fuck is the other one? Whatever. So the NATO and the European Union, et cetera, have actually have to uh, elicit some kind of response, which they haven't because they're NATO and they don't do that. Right. Uh, he is taking a surprisingly tough line with Russia. That's a lie. Uh, he no. has recognized Jeru Well, okay. Now, at the time of writing this, that probably wasn't a lie. <laughs> I mean, it probably is now. Though. Economy, you can't claim because the economy was probably two or three presidents ago, and it's just snowballing to effect. Now, that's mostly true, except for in cases like um, George W., because George W. managed to screw the pooch and a whole lot of the economy. Uh, he recognized Jerusalem as re is Israel's capital, which was arguably not actually uh, let's see, I'll read the whole thing though. Four American presidents promised to do it, but only one actually did. There's a reason why a lot of them didn't want to do it. This is why the American people elected Trump. He does what he promises to do for better or worse. Also not true. In this case, definitely for the better. Even Jeb Bush tweeted his approval. It's because Jeb Bush is a fanatic. He withdrew from Paris Climate Agreement. That's not good. <laughs> uh, he got NATO allies to kick in $12 billion more toward our collective security. Decades of pleading by the Bush and Obama administration failed to get NATO allies to meet their financial commitments to the alliance, but Trump's tough talk and reticence to affirm America's Article 5 commitment did the trick. That is true. I mean, he did do that. I mean, like, if he's getting NATO to pay more, I'm all about it. I think that, honestly, we probably shouldn't even be part of it. He has virtually eliminated the Islamic State's physical caliphate. Mm, I think a lot of that's some Kurds. I think a lot of the Kurdish could probably be, like, have a lot of... Uh, have a lot of positive influence on that. He admitted he was wrong on Afghanistan and reversed Obama's disastrous withdrawal. In rare admission, Trump declared my original instinct was to pull out, but all my life heard that decisions are much different when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. A hasty withdrawal would create a vacuum for terrorists. That is true. He enacted historic tax and regulatory reform that has unleashed economic growth. That is going to eventually be true. Because it hasn't really taken effect yet. I know that because we just did our taxes. And they actually, um, when it, where, where we're getting our taxes, we're actually giving us the pre and post. So, like, you know, here's where you're getting your taxes. Here are your taxes right now. And then this is what it's going to be like next year. So, like, you can actually see the increase. So, you know, that, that one. Uh, because the problem the problem was is that, you know, Obese and the other, um, the other Democrats in, in office are more about taking more money from you in order to, you know, redistribute wealth Robin Hood style. Except for the differences is that both of them use guns, and they or guns and more bows, and they would rather shiv you for your money. He is installing conservative judges who will preside for decades, which is not necessarily good. 
with, the, with his appointment of Neil M. Gorsuch, Trump secured a conservative majority in the Supreme Court, and he is moving at record pace to fill the federal spaces appeals court with young conservative judges. You know, that's always the problem I've always had with like being able to appoint judges uh, as a uh, as a as a standing president is that you do it for with the with a political power base of your party in mind rather than like the qualifications of the person, or in the or in the idea or notion of um, spreading the uh, I guess the the opinions of dissent so that if like if you have if you have uh, the uh, hang on I'm trying to sway you my keep an open mind no we always have an open mind about everything I mean my mind doesn't I mean. My mind isn't really super isn't really super uh, dissuaded from the fact that he's arguably not even really arguably at this point the worst uh, standing president in the history of the United States. Hey man, you're always so, welcome over here. I mean, I apologize for getting a little worked up, but I mean that, that we talked about it earlier on on the the Facebook thing. It's it's people will will spout their opinions and not back it up with facts. So to come out and say he's done good and then name off some buzzwords like economy and jobs and then you tell us to do the research I mean it doesn't it, you, you can't I don't know what do you think Frank I, I may, am I overreacting <laughs> no I think it's fine I mean like you know it gives us something to talk about I mean I appreciate that like you know we, we got the chance to actually go through like something is this obviously conservative list uh, hit list of things that they feel that he's responsible for most of them he's not um so like most of this i i argue would be not things that i would be impressed with i mean the the number one thing is that the number one good thing that he's been uh it's happened for trump or that he's accomplished is that he was inaugurated as the president <sighs> i mean like, that doesn't really count does it i mean like you actually have to be president in order to do things for presidential Right. So I mean, like you know, the fact that you became president is shouldn't really be in your top ten. And all that other stuff is, you know, I mean, it's, it's arguable subjective. whether or not he was. It is. It's. It's a lot. Of it is very subjective because I mean, like the guy who wrote this obviously was was more conservative leaning and obviously thinks Trump's a superhero, and that's perfectly fine. You know, I mean, you can have you can have like your um because it's better for you to do research than me to tell you. Yeah, that's arguable. Um, he was like he drew from the Paris Climate Agreement. I think that's I think that's a, a, a that, to me that's not a positive. Right. That's I mean, like that's I mean, right. like he he approves of the Keystone Pipeline. I I agree with that. But I mean that that's kind of like not really that's not really the same. He's not presidential. You're absolutely correct there. Well, that's something that we can definitely agree on. I mean, he's taking a describing a tough line of Russia, ah, but he's not though. And then you know the thing with Israel moving Israel's capital. I mean, like look at what it did. You know, it's great. It's great to recognize. It's great that you know a, a foreign or a, a, a non-Israeli power has recognized Jerusalem as being as being uh, Israel's capital. You know, that's great for Israel. But I mean, look what it did! Like immediately following it, you know, people dying by the scores. Like immediately, it was it was it wasn't even overnight. It was within the hour. Right. So I mean, like, what what good did it really do? Yeah, we can go on for hours about that. Um, and we're politically minded, very much so. And if you want to, I mean, we're we're gonna move on from from this specific topic. But if you want to, please subscribe and send us what you think, and we'll we'll talk about it at length throughout the day, throughout the days. But let's move on to our next topic. <laughs>
protesting. I hope it's a good one. Oh. <laughs> this is our main topic for the night. <laughs> if Cotty is gay, why are we so cute? Also subjective. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some. I love that other one, though. Stop premature Christmas decorating. Motherfucker, it's not even Halloween yet! <laughs> God! So That makes me crazy. That, that straight up fucking makes me want to fight somebody. So within um, within a day, actually it was the same day that President Trump came back from the Helsinki summit, um, there was a protest out in front of the White House, was there not? Sure. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, like I said, people came back and they were mad as hell. Um, I, I just, or he came back and people were mad as hell. I, I love, I love the idea of a protest. I do as well. I mean, it's it's our First Amendment right. Right. You know? And, you know, it's funny because it's like I, I agree to the right for somebody to protest even if I'm like, you are fucking retarded. You know, like, the, um, whatever, like, uh, oh, God, like, like 99% of the protests at, like, UC Berkeley that just make me want to fight somebody. But I'm like, it's your right to do it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. The irony being the people that that do um, protests at, like UC Berkeley and a lot of the protests that you see in New York are about not wanting people to be able to express their First Amendment rights. And I'm like, you know that the reason why you're able to have this dumbass protest is because you have the First Amendment right to free speech. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you should you should probably just let that door just kind of like stay open. That's all I'm saying. Fuck stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing too, is it's it's not just... You know, your right to free speech, your right to organize a protest. It's it's also your prerogative to not hurt people <laughs> and not steal shit. I mean Right. You have the you, you have the right to have an opinion, you have the right to be able to express that opinion publicly in a public sphere in a public uh, sphere, but you don't have the right to hit somebody that like, disagree with you with a fucking brick. Right. Or like set fire to a building of somebody who doesn't agree with you or like you know, like some of this like scary shit that people do where like, you know, they set a uh, a fucking limo on fire and said like, you know, this is the beginning. And uh, the, the the irony being that like, you know, uh, uh the god uh, it was Antifa that, that burned the that burned the limo. And the real the real amusement I mean it's not amusing because it, it sucks with the guy. But like the real funny part is is that it was an immigrant that voted for Hillary. I like Bitches, he's on your side, and you burned his shit down. I mean, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's like the irony of like the the the, the protests and riots, and whenever like they had the protests and riots in Ferguson, yeah. where you know we're like, you know, God, we're mad, at, we're mad about uh, we want community safety, so we're obviously gonna level the community and burn all these buildings down. Yeah, we're we're gonna become. You live there. The biggest part of the problem that we're trying to. Yeah, fight. I mean, like you fucking live there. I mean, like, what is wrong with you? Uh, that that when I when I saw the protests in, in, in Ferguson, this is like it's the example. And they're like, you know, we you know, we live in this community, we want this community to be safe. Burn down that little Caesars. Yeah, yeah, no, that one. <laughs> That'll I mean, kill like, them. <laughs> I mean like it's like who are you hurting? Meanwhile, like the cops are like over there and they're like No, I don't live here. Fuck it. I mean let, let it let it burn. I mean like it's easier to put out fires than there's nothing left. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so here's my thing that I wanted to talk about specifically with protesting. Uh, we will go more into detail on the other problems with protesting, but the problem 
I think is the worst when it comes to protesting is our lack of ability to protest. Sure, we have a First Amendment right that guarantees that we're not going to get arrested for doing it if we do it peacefully. Or shot. Also, yeah. If we do it peacefully and also, you know, have a permit and all that good shit. But uh, the American workforce, the American uh, way of life nowadays, in fact, probably for the last, what, 20, 30 years, easy, you go and protest on a weekday, you lose your damn job. <laughs> I mean... There's a possibility for you to lose a lot more than that too. It just depends yeah. on who recognizes you. I mean, like that's why, like you know, that's why, like on, on one hand, it's like you know, I I understand the people that put on masks and stuff to do protests. Yeah, because it's like you want to stand up for what's right for you, and, and I get that. And then, like you know, God forbid somebody sees you. Right. And so it's like we're you know what, what is the uh, I'm against protest zones. I don't know what that means. What's a protest zone? Look it up. Google it, Frank. I'm googling it. You go ahead. And, you you continue on while I Google protest them. Sure. Yeah, and I, I I agree with the whole masks thing because I mean, let's say your employer or your landlord or whoever <laughs> uh, doesn't feel the same way as you do. Yeah, you're more than just fired. You're blacklisted. You're kicked out of your house. <laughs> you're disowned by your family, stuff like that. But I mean, if you feel like you're standing up for what's right and you know demonstrating your your First Amendment right, you shouldn't be that punished in my opinion for it i mean you should be praised for i don't know i it's it it pisses me off and I, I i would love to go protest i mean you you see on reddit all the time about you know oh more more people need to stand up for this uh i'm gonna type that onto reddit and let people know that i agree and you go do it <laughs> you know like yeah it's it's crazy because I, I, there's a lot of shit I would love to protest. I'd love to be in the group and be like, you know what, this isn't fucking right. <clears throat> I got bills to pay. <laughs> you know, I got yeah, a I mean, family and, to support. And it's like you, you can't, you can't lose. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know, there's, you, there's an entire possibility of you losing everything. And you know, and uh, you know, like uh, uh, Mr. Na or Dr. Napa just pointed out, uh, free speech zones are basically. Uh, public squares that are set aside by Department of Homeland Security where people can go protest publicly. I mean, it's stupid that, like, we even feel like we would need to have that. Uh, you know yeah. I mean? Like, we shouldn't... You shouldn't need to have that. I mean, you can't go protest at a mall, you know, because it's, it's it's not a public space. It's not a public space. Probably you should be able to go... I mean, it should you shouldn't have to be like, you know, you go stand on square A and square B, and those are the ones that you've rented, and then that's where you can have your protest. No, I'm gonna stand out in the street. Thanks, so. though. Yeah, no. Or on the I, sidewalk, or I whatever. Totally, I totally agree because, I mean, you want your voice to be heard. If they can zone off where you can speak your mind, they could just be like, "You go do that over here. We're gonna go over here and not listen to you." <laughs> like, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Easy. So it's like it's like so. Where are the protesters today? Okay, we'll use the other door. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, no, 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 no. I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm completely fine with protesters as long as they don't get, like, completely fucking insane. Yeah, they, they don't, like, stop fucking traffic on the 405. Right. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah. It's like, like if you, it's like, you know, like, like, you can yell. You can hold your signs. But if you touch me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I mean, like, and it doesn't even matter what you're protesting. Don't fucking touch me. I mean, that's about everything. Don't. I don't like when people bump into me in the supermarket. If the if like the aisles are too narrow, mm -hmm. let alone some like asshole who's like you know wearing a mask and is yelling and then grabs my shoulder, I will knife you. 
in front of God and everyone, and I don't even care. <laughs> I, I, I go from like you know, I, I go from like you know, I believe in your First Amendment rights to I've just slain you, and like and like really, my meter doesn't. There's not really a middle ground here. There's a protest every day. Well, yeah, because everybody, it's 2018. Everyone's pissed off about everything. Oh yeah, I protest everything. Everything. <laughs> I know that uh, Jared protests every day, but passively, passive aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> he, pro he protests by uh, car by uh, uh, crop dusting his coworkers, upper deckering the the toilets at work. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, this uh, this upper deck goes out to my homies on the border. <laughs> Yeah, now it's about the border. Is there other protests about the border now? Oh, is it because of the the fractured families thing? Um, what? Do you, okay, that's a good point. Bring let, let's talk about that, Frank. What do you think about the whole separating families and of immigrants and stuff like that? That's that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter. I mean it, it doesn't it doesn't matter because like I I get I partly get it because we were talking about uh, there was actually we they were talking about this at work the other day. You know they're they're criminals. And I get that they're criminals and they should be prosecuted, sure. But they're not like it's to me. I don't know. Punishment fits the crime. They they shouldn't be treated the exact same as like every other criminal. So like you know like one dude goes out you know with like a machete and he beheads like nine people. Okay, now that guy you take him down and yeah. then you take him to prison or whatever. Guys trying to like you know flee into the United States and he's got like you know. He's got kids, and he's got his wife, and they're carrying luggage, and they've got dolls, and like you know, they've got water and foodstuffs. And then for you arrest him and the mom, but then like you just cart the kids away. I'm like, what, what that? hold on. I mean, like, early, like, but it's not. It's not the same kind of criminal. Isn't that basically kidnapping? <laughs> like, but legally, apparently. Well, I mean, it's like I get it. I, here's the crazy thing. It's like I understand. I understand the thought process because they're criminals. They should, they shouldn't go to jail. But like they, it, it's not. It shouldn't it? It shouldn't be like every other jail. You see, what I'm saying. You do understand what I'm saying. So I understand like, completely it's not like it, and I agree. it's not like you know, like like okay, so you, you cross the border with your family because you want because you because for whatever reason you just cross the border with your family. So we're gonna take you, we're gonna throw you in the same fucking prison that we put like you know serial killers and rapists. No, you're not the same goddamn kind of criminal. I mean, it's it's not the same. You're not. I mean, realistically, you're not even that much of a criminal. Ninety percent are sending the kids over alone. In which case, take the kids and throw them into a fucking you know, like a, a juvie center. And then in which in which case, your kids are probably going to get a better treatment than they would in fucking Mexico anyway. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, because like these these detention centers for juveniles should have they should be just absolutely fucking like up to their eyeballs and schools and all that kind of shit. And if these kids are coming over. But the notion of like you know wanting to become American citizens, they should open up those those detention centers to basically raise these kids to be ideal Americans. If that's the case, if we're gonna separate them like that, if, we, if these kids are gonna come over alone and you're like nine years old, take them in the detention center, and then it's essentially indoctrinate them into uh, American culture. Fine, I'm okay with that. If, yeah, if that's what's going on, I mean, what else? If if, if yeah, that's true, just... the only thing that I have seen on the news is that, like, you know, there are parents that have been cut from their kids. Now that's fucked up. But at the same time, at the same time, if they are sending children over, if these children are being taken, they're put into juvenile centers. 
those children need to be given an education on the ways of uh, America and being essentially streamlined to become American citizens. In which case, no problem, because I feel like that was probably the original intention anyway. Right. I mean, and at that point, it's it's a blank canvas. I mean, <laughs> they're just, you know, darker skin than we are. Or some of us, you know. Stare. <laughs> it depends on how uh, how much sun I get. I don't know. Um, that's that's a pretty tough problem. I mean, and, and I agree with you, Frank. That's probably the way to go about it. Um, or maybe even set up a whole different program for it. But it's... Well, sure. It's what happened in forever. I mean, like, ever oh, since, sure. like, you know, um, America's become, like, an incredible uh, superpower. People have been trying to, like, find some way to get in. Sure. I mean, because most of the rest of the world sucks. And, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know... Look, I'm probably gonna get backlash for that, but like geograph geographically, most of the mm-hmm. rest of the world sucks. I mean, it's it's shitty living conditions, it's corruption, it's death, famine, disease, you know, you name it. So they want to be here. We they want what we have, and you know, we won the lottery being born here. You know, <laughs> so that helps. But that being said, we're we're a country founded upon diversity we're a country founded upon immigration so uh that goes along back along the lines of when we were you know trying to deny um work visas trying to deny uh what was it not clemency was that the right word um asylum asylum uh for for um refugees you know i don't know that's a whole nother can of worms (laughs) like that 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 uh, topic has already come and gone, and it's it's still happening. I think, and I still think it's getting uh, battled upon for like in court and stuff. It is. So. And and of course, it became a left talking point because it's inflammatory. I mean, like it, it like you can take any kind of law that has been controversial but hasn't really been talked about a whole lot, and either side of the aisle can like uh, agree or disagree with it, and it can be used as an inflammatory statement. So let's just say, like, you know, for 30 years, uh, you know, we've been separating families from people that have been coming over from any country, regardless of, of country of origin, and Department of Homeland Security, ICE, or whatever. They separate them because that's, you know, that's the present protocol. Now, all of a sudden, let's talk about the protocol, and let's make it, like, something that we can just absolutely uh, make the most inflammatory statements about possible, regardless of, uh, you know, validity. It doesn't make any difference whatsoever. I mean, but that's that's, you know... Uh, to apologize, that's so stupid. I mean, it's it's border control. Yeah, it's necessary. Sometimes it's a necessary evil, unfortunately, in my in my opinion. Um, I get why we need it, but I don't know. Personally, when it comes to immigration, I think the uh, the difficulty to get into America is way too high. Like when it comes to doing it legally, like. Mm-hmm. The whole process to get into America takes a fuck ton of money and a very long waiting time. So, of course, people are going to find easier ways to get in here. Hmm, who can I marry? Hmm, how do I sneak in and just get a green card, you know? Like, they're going to try and find easier ways to do it because the legal way is way too fucking hard. (laughs) I'm sure people do it all the time, but not everybody can afford it. You know, it's fu- it's funny to me that like you know that any discussion about um, abolishing first uh, the the notion of abolish icing uh, ice icing uh, ice 
or ICE would be the dumbest thing fucking imaginable. Because it's like, I did it for Canada, it took me 18 months. That's a you. long time. But yeah, good for you. Uh, it's, it's, funny, it's funny that any discussion about it would even occur. Because it's, you know, okay, so it's, you know, it stands for Immigration and Customs Enforcement. It's Border Patrol. Yes. So you want literally no one on the border. Is that what it's like? It's that we're talking about? It you want literally no one out there. That's that's bonkers bananas. Right. So I mean, like, what, what, what? You know. So it's like I, and here's the thing. You know that that makes me infuriated about the present political climate. Is like, so you have something like that's going on. Like, like, so the you know some of these families got separated. Okay. So then we you know we don't like that. We should change that. Okay. Rather than changing the policy, you want to add a bomb the entire agency. What? That's a that's a fast twitch, like, <laughs> like knee-jerk reaction. It's it's not it can't be done. People want it's easy like, fixes, and there's no easy like, fix. What? Yeah, it's like what? Where, where's your head at on that? I mean, like, what do you hope? What do you possibly hope to gain by destroying an entire like branch of the government like that? Short of like, if ICE was pulling people out of vans and gunning them down in trenches and ditches and just like bulldozing over them in the desert, okay, you know, abolish the abolish the system or abolish that particular department. Right. That's not what they're doing. That's not even what they're. That's not even like halfway what they're achieving. So I mean, it's like, so what? What? What's your end goal? I mean, are you gonna are you gonna beef up um, border patrol? Are you gonna make sure that you know border patrol has the 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 rights and everything else? Yeah, I am a millennial though. I am a millennial. I totally think like that. I'm a millennial too. But I, that's. I mean, Frank and I will will differ slightly on on what the solution is for this. But I I honestly think. I mean, it's it's not an easy solution. The current the current method of getting into the country legally is too too difficult. If we could fix that, then we wouldn't have to worry so much about the illegals, in my opinion. It took you eighteen months to get into Canada or get into the US from Canada and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the, the dedication to the cause. It shouldn't to take the that cause. Long. To, to the cause of becoming an American citizen. I appreciate that. America! <laughs> I appreciate that. But, I mean, what if you're poor? What if you... Sorry, hold on. Uh, what if you um, are poor, and what if you don't have that kind of time? What if you're being persecuted, and you have to get the fuck out of the country and get to a country that doesn't suck so much? Well, well that's okay. that's part of the that's part of the asylum part, yeah. you know, and that's why that's why it's like you you you, you request asylum and then you work on getting um work on getting your visa. To my understanding, that's that's my understanding about how like you're supposed to be able to do it. Okay. Whether or not that happens, I I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, ideally, it, it should be like if you're if you're fleeing persecution, you can you can seek asylum and then you can come into the country and then hopefully you know not be murdered in the process of you becoming an American citizen. I mean, I he he and I do differ very greatly whenever it comes to to the notion of border patrol border border patrol and border control i mean uh people that are um criminal are should be you know dealt with severely harshly uh whenever it comes to the to the border because to me in my view they're a foreign invader again you know uh it's like my example that we were talking about earlier about arizona cartels come over and they kill american citizens okay well then we should probably kill all of them we should treat that particular cartel 
as an invading foreign power, and we should annihilate them to every last man. And I don't think that it should really be that much of... To me, it's not that much of a no-brainer. You know, you just kill everybody. And then they, if when nobody is left standing, nobody is able to come over and then and, and thereby infringe on the rights of American citizens, which I hold to be much more important than the lives of criminals. Now, do I think that the process is incredibly difficult? It took you 18 months to get through. I think that that's... That's incredibly difficult, although I do think that there are some things that should be able to you should be able to work with in order to help you become uh, uh, legal citizens. Or even if you don't become legal citizens, there should be something that you're able to do that and it should be some incentive for people that hire illegals to uh, have those people be responsible for taxes in some way. Because if you're going to have, like, say, like, if you have a workforce that's almost entirely composing of illegals, you should either be severely penalized for doing so, or we should have some kind of system set up so that they are forced to have a bank account, and and you or you as their employer are forced to pay them into that bank account, which has its taxes deducted automatically, so that you are effectively getting a headcount, and that we are getting paid for them existing in this country and not subsisting off of simply making money and then sending it to another country, which is one of the major problems that conservatives say that they have. Are we on every night? No, we're on Wednesdays and Thursdays. We do a lot of streams, though, throughout the week. Uh, we do a lot of streams that are video game and podcast, well, video game related for the most part. But the bright side is that it's usually me streaming, and I am always interested in talking about politics and whatever, and I have tons of opinions and everything because I'm an asshole. <laughs> but, I mean, like, if one of the biggest problems that conservatives seem to feel is that we have people coming into the country and then they work and then they take American money and then they send it back to, let's just use Mexico as our, as our example. So sure. they take make a bunch of money, they send uh, money back down to Mexico. So if you think, if you have a system where you can pay the, uh, you, you effectively force business owners to pay, pay the, pay a bank rather than paying the individual can't pay him in cash if you pay him in cash and you're caught it should just be flat out jail time which i think it already is anyway but yeah. some kind of incentive for them to be able to pay a bank so that we can effectively take taxes from whatever that person makes so that even if they do send money to mexico we get a tax portion of it right so that we can make something on it it's not just a flat drain because that way like we actually have like some kind of income for it and then if we uh have uh, I mean, and then it also works out for the bank because, like, as soon as you deposit money in the bank, you know that the bank immediately starts accruing interest on it. So the bank wins, the government wins, and then the the worker wins, regardless of whatever the workers' intentions are about you know keeping your keeping uh, staying in America and then becoming a citizen or, or or going back to Mexico or wherever. And the hopefully the incentive there is that you know you made this money here, and it was easy, and you took care of yourself, and you took care of your family. Can you? Do you thereby, by simply doing that and being more open-minded about it, could thereby increase relations between the two countries? Being like, we're not going to take your citizens and then completely dick them down and then throw them out in the desert and repeatedly arrest them and break their kneecaps and shit like that. We're going to like they're take them in. They're going to be able to work. They're going to be able to make some money. We're going to make some money off of them. Then you are going to get money from our economy. We you thereby, especially like in Mexico's case we have hopefully like a better relationship trade increases blah, 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 blah. more money more goods america makes more money i think what I, what I think is messed up is if you come over with refugee status which i did not and you cannot work for three years does that make any sense no i guess like it depends um because 
you know, I know, I know for the most part that I know that Germany is having a lot of trouble with refugees right now. And I don't think I would want them, I guess, like out and about in the community for a while until like I see how they react to being in another community. It's like taking a, a betta fish and throwing in another bowl, another fish tank with somebody else. And yeah, it just goes completely fucking insane and just starts killing everything. I mean, that's more or less what they're having problems with, um, to my understanding, in Germany. I know that the German citizenry is not real super thrilled about it. Didn't France have a problem with it, too? France did have a problem with it. Yeah. See, I mean, I'm all for bringing in refugees. Um... You know what's great, though? What? America hasn't had a problem with it. There are refugees in, in Idaho, and they haven't had a fucking problem. I wonder why that is. Yeah, what... What is that? I mean, like, look, okay, real talk, though. I'm, I imagine that they were probably given a pamphlet of, you should probably mind your P's and Q's. Um, Idaho's loaded with guns. Yes. Um, they know how to use them. And uh, three hours away is the um, the national headquarters of the KKK. So I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe, maybe kind of keep your shit together. Stay in your own little insular groups. Don't get, you know, do like, I know you don't know who Patrick Swayze is, but you know, be nice. Be nice. Don't get nutty, buddy. All, don't get nutty, buddy, because I mean, like, so, somebody will f- kill you. <laughs> I, we, we don't, we don't want that. Okay? I mean, like, look, don't, don't use France and Germany as a, as a fucking, as a fucking building block for behavior, because you will die. You came, they don't have guns there. <laughs> you came here to get away from this kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> you don't take that, then you make it here. I mean, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So, like, so far, I'm actually really happy that like the the refugees that we've had in America have been, um, to my understanding, so far have not been, you know, um, bad. Just right. go bad. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, it's uh, we can go on for hours about all of that i mean i mean everything we go on about everything we have so many podcasts that you can go back and listen to about all the dumb shit that we love to talk about yeah okay so we've been doing this okay let's let's obviously we stopped talking about protesting democratic party organized the kkk do you think so because they seem a lot more conservative um i mean yeah. that's not even that's not even a judgment call i mean i'm just saying that like you know it just seems like they'd be like a lot more conservative you know, because they're a lot more like, you know, my country, love or leave it, or like, you know, these these colors don't run, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't think it was... <laughs> I don't think the Democratic Party would, number one, claim credit for it. Number two... I'd like, like to read the reading on that. You know, yeah. I'd like to, like, to cite the sources just so, like, I could, like, kind of get an understanding of, like, you know, like, what, where that statement comes from, because I think that could be a very fascinating read. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that 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 would blow my mind for sure. I would um, be fucked up. I'd be like, I'd be like, really? I'd be like, so like you're telling me, you're telling me. Talk about playing, but okay, let's just let's 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 tuddle off on 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 tangent way. Okay, okay. here we go. Are you ready with me? Are you ready? Take right, my hand. Right. Take my hand, Neil. Take my hand. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going. So you're talking about like you know a political party that's basically like built its entire life. These clothes don't run in 1983 by the Democratic Party. Shut up. Was it really? I just say that. That's before I was born. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, so, like, the, so we're talking about like a political party that basically specializes in, in the manipulation of of basically like you know the hoods and ghettos. Oh, good man, you're fucking. <laughs> that was a good one because was I was like, oh, are you fucking serious? Wow. Um, 
Wait, are we talking about that AKKK thing? Please tell me we're not talking about the AKKK thing because I was just about to tie it all together. Oh, I had a whole thing going. So, like, talk about, like, so I'm going to do it anyway. So, talk about, like, a complete, like, political um, power move, though. So, you have, like, a group, a political group. Um, talk about a, 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 power, a political power move where you could take a political party that its entire power base, and there's a lot of P's in this sentence I'm trying to construct, uh, <laughs> that specializes effectively in uh, more or less maintaining controls and or uh, getting its its vote system from the ghetto, the disenfranchised, uh, minority groups, uh, the LGBT community, literally everything that the KKK fucking hates. And then on the flip side, you have the Dems that run the KKK <laughs> that openly fucking hate everything else that they do and the Dems, and they don't even fucking know that they're being owned by them. Oh my god, my mind would be blown. Because then they're like, because the you have like some Dem who's like, you know, like some senator or whatever, who's like, you know, he's in with the KKK, but he's also in with like, you know, like the black community being like, you know, they, they got a lot of Confederate statues in Charleston. <laughs> I think that we should probably pull them down, Discuss. you know? <laughs> and then like, and then they're like, so then the KKK is like, you know, they can't, they can't touch General Jackson. I'm gonna come fight somebody. Load up the pickup truck. Get the stars and bars. We're gonna kill somebody. And then, like, you know, on, on, on the other hand, then you got like all the like the Antifa guys and they're like, we're gonna fight all the white people. And they all get together, this ready they cans and their Molotov cocktails. And it becomes this this giant, this giant fuckboy fest. And it, it's glorious in how fucking effective it can be. Of course, <laughs> dude. That'd be like. <laughs> You own everything. Yeah. It's like playing Monopoly by yourself. No, I mean it's not even fucking fun anymore. It's, that would be like owning a bakery on this side of the town and then buying another bakery on that side of town, owning both of them, naming them something completely different, and making one have a like a Hillary statue over here, and you know, <laughs> you a Trump yeah. Statue I over mean, there. you're playing both sides against <laughs> yeah. the middle, and, and and it's you know, I mean, incredibly effective. And you're just if that was money. true. <laughs> if that was true, I would I would be like, you know what? Vote Democrat. Because that's so smart. <laughs> yeah. That's so smart and it's so organized. Because look at the I mean look at the, the GOP and the, the fucking conservatives are running around chasing their dicks. I mean they don't know what the fuck is going on. If the Dems are literally so organized and they're so smart enough to be like We are going to fight everyone and thereby we're going to win. <laughs> and then it works. <laughs> Dude, that's Peter Baelish shit right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Which, you know, didn't work out super good for him in the end. Yeah, I have a serious I mean, question. If Trump is reelected, how do you think the left will do? I I don't think he's going to get reelected. I don't think it's possible at this point, even though we didn't think it was possible for him to get elected in the first place. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I think the protests won't stop. They'll only get worse. Um, I think... I mean, if he keeps going at this rate, um, there probably will be an impeachment of some sort. He, I don't even know if he's even going to make it out of the first one. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even talking about like a live. I don't think he's going to be a pre. I don't. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's going to be um, president for the whole time. Because like, so then like you know, he's he's effectively ruining all of his own chances. Nice he's effectively day. ruining all of his. Uh, I know he's got that crazy. Just got out of the bath hair. Uh, he's ruining all of his own chances, all on his own. So I mean, like the Dems don't really have to do anything. 
the de- the reason why the Dems didn't even win the first time is because they had like probably like the worst possible choice yes. for uh the worst possible choice for a representative, and then they 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 pandered to the worst possible group. So then, like you know, you had you had the the demographic that's least likely to vote, and then you had like the worst possible candidate for those people who actually did vote, and then you spent the entire election year alienating the people that you thought were going to be effectively like you know the other team who might have actually voted for you, except for that you treated them like shit the entire year. So why would they? I mean, you're Benedict the whole year. No one's going to vote for you. That's right. how popularity contests go. But then you have the other guy who says all the right things true or not doesn't matter and then he and then all of a sudden you realize when you look at the demographics demographics you're like huh that's like 80 percent of the country he's pandering to yeah oh that are pissed off oh and and they have jobs oh shit and they um they vote you know maybe maybe this wasn't such a good idea maybe we maybe we did the wrong thing because i mean you know say what you about trump so he you know he's he's an idiot sure he says a bunch of dumb shit right um, and he's orange, and that's weird. I mean, a grown man over seventy-five, and he's—I mean, he's—you know—he's orange. It's yeah. bizarre. I don't. know. I mean, he has no medical condition. He's just sprayed on, and that's weird. Uh, he's got that flock of seagulls haircut, which freaks me out. But then, but then you have, on the other hand, you have Hillary, who is effectively a documented criminal. Yeah, a, a documented Wall Street-backed criminal. So you're like, okay, well, you know. This doesn't feel like it's really. Oh, and you're going to talk shit about me the entire time. You know what? Fuck you. I'm voting for Trump, and I think that's how he won because it was like, it, I think I, I honestly, honestly think that, like I said earlier, it was he. He is the, he is the protest vote gone too far. Yes, you're absolutely right. That's a good question, uh, Doctor Napa. Uh, as I am sure you know, Trump is next to going is next going to push getting rid of EBT, aka food stamps. For people that are able to work how do you feel about this um personally this is from the more liberal view uh i think that people that do work that don't make enough money to make ends meet should have food stamps and should have some sort of government assistance just because i mean i don't know man you work 40 hours a week and you still can't fucking pay the rent on a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> you know i mean it's it blows my mind that that's actually a thing. You, you work at Walmart, for example, 40 hours a week, sometimes with overtime, and you still can't fucking make ends meet. You look at teachers, for example. You know, go around town here, Frank. I, I've ran into teachers at Walmart that are working there yeah. <laughs> part-time, ran into teachers at the bar, bartending. Mm-hmm. They can't fucking make ends meet. They drive a beat-down fucking Volkswagen. They need help. That shit is... You you can't just pull support away from people that actually need it without fixing the problem as to why they need it. I mean, why do we have teachers that can't make ends meet? Because we keep on slashing education. Why do we keep on doing that? Eh, because who cares? That's, that's tomorrow's problem. <laughs> you know? <laughs> tomorrow's problems today. <laughs> so, I yeah, go ahead, Frank. I just, you know, I think, I mean, I think kind of along the same lines. Uh, okay, the first person to actually say that she was a criminal as a leftist. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know if I would call myself a leftist, but I still think she's a criminal because, I mean, whenever you can document it up to a certain point, I mean, like, you know, call a spade a spade. Yeah. Bitch did some hokey shit. I mean, like, what, 
whenever you're like being paid substantial amounts of money by Wall Street investors to tell effectively tell them about how much money they're going to make whenever she's a president, you are insider trading of the highest disorder. See, so, Frank leans a little bit more to the right. I lean a little bit, a little bit more to the left, but I completely agree with that assessment. I mean, when when I when I spent some time at the polls, uh, I wanted I went for Bernie at first, but then based on all the shit that Hillary did during the election alone, I mean, not not to mention the you know questionable shit that she probably should have been thrown in jail for. Like the I, dude that, like the dude that, like gave some, like uh, gave some information out or whatever the, about something that wasn't even relevant about her, or he answered some questions uh, about like one of her, um, uh, her campaign things, yeah. and then he fucking died. He died. He was not. It wasn't even just like, like, oh man, he had tickle, and so he went and found out the doctor that he had colon cancer, and then he died. No, he was shot to death outside of a fucking convention hall. She the man was the- murdered. I mean, like, yeah, they just they just stopped talking about it. I'm like, no. He 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 gave information away because the the police asked him, and he died, and no one was fucking talk about it. She pulled a Putin dude. This man is dead. <laughs> she pulled this man Putin. is dead, and no one wants to say anything. So yeah, that's why she fucking lost the election. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like that, to me, that wasn't even hard. <laughs> she lost because she's fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, she's she's dirty. I mean, the, okay, so. You know, a lot of people were saying, well, you know, Trump's so bad and this, that, and the other. And, you know, Hillary would be worse. You might be right. Because, but. Here's the thing. But here, okay, here's the thing. So, we're effectively sold out. That he, you know, he's got, you know, he's got, he's got the little, um, that's not a cyclic anymore, the little red, white, and blue for Russia on his, on his arm patch. We know he's bought. Okay. We know that now. We get that. Fine. Fine. But we know. Right. Hillary would have sold us like that. I she mean, would. like, the Clinton Foundation would have been, like, flying a flag over the, the you know, the Stars and Stripes. And we'd be like, what's that about? Don't worry about it. I'm a little worried about it, though. <laughs> I am I am a little actually worried about it. Listen, that, that's the thing is she would do a fantastic job of trying to justify it. And I'm not even saying, like, being facetious. She would do a fantastic job of making you buy the bullshit. The problem with Trump is, is you can't buy his bullshit because it's smells it's too much like bullshit. <laughs> it's noticeably bullshit. I yeah. mean, like, that's the thing. I mean, he, because he doesn't, you know, like, that's that's part of the, that's part of the, the art of politics is that, you know, you don't, you don't say things that are just op- like openly nonsense. I yeah. mean, the, you just softball kinda, that shit in there. Man. You, you got to be like, <laughs> You know, it's like if you if you spend a little time watching, you know, um, the, well, any really watching the news. I mean, like, and then just see like the whataboutisms. He doesn't really do that. I mean, he does, but he doesn't do it as often. And it's usually about something completely insane. Yes. And so it's like and you're like, well, Mr. President. I mean, you know, it, it's pretty much been decided that that Russia in, in, involved itself in this election. I mean, you know, and then he's like, yeah, but I mean, but did they? It's like, yeah. They did, confirmed by fucking like literally everyone on the goddamn. You are apparently if if you are being legitimate, you are like the only one on the planet who doesn't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm blown away by that. But I want to answer the EBT question. So let me answer the EBT question. Go, go, go. I think that EBT is actually necessary, like Neil said, because we have we have a lot of haves and we have have-nots, and then we have people that have a shitload of money and we have people that don't have any money. And then if you are working fifty hours a week 
and you aren't making enough money to actually fucking eat, pay your rent, you do need assistance. And if you are if you're one of those guys though that there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, you don't have a medical condition, you have both of your legs, you have both of your arms, you have both of your eyes, and you're not working and there's like an unemployment like there's high unemployment in your area. No, let's say there's high hiring rates in your area, which is something that I, I believe that um uh DES is actually able to keep track of, whatever you call it in your region. So then if they have a whole bunch of vacancies of different jobs that you are perfectly qualified for, um, whether that be like, you know, road construction, cafeteria work or whatever, and you've been on the EBT program for like, you know, eight, nine months, yes, you should be cut off. But I mean, like, should should it be done away with completely? I don't think so. I mean, it really, it's, it's this is why, this is why it's important to have DES so that you can have people in the area to look at it and be like, no, I think that this one's fine. Or like, you know, no, you know, Eric has been on, on, uh, you know, he's been on EBT for like, you know, seven months and he's applied for uh, one position at, uh, at McDonald's. And he said that he was a heroin addict and he couldn't work there when there's, he's, he's completely clean. You know what I mean? Like clearly Eric's full of shit. So, you know, cut him off. That, that's why you have these people that are able to make those decisions. See, here, here's what I think about decisions like that. Um, <laughs> a few Facebook ads. <laughs> here's, here's what I think about that. Like, when you're talking about um, pulling away from the more uh, liberal side of things, such as government assistance, the whole socialism thing, whatever... You have to, you really have to look at the end result, like the grand scheme of things, not just the fucking principle of it. There was a long time, or a very loud uproar, oh man, people with, uh, that are on welfare or food stamps shouldn't have iPhones, or we should drug test all the people that are on food stamps. It, it's, that's more of a, it's a principle thing. It's not fair, you know? Fuck that. It doesn't matter whether it's fair or not. What matters is, if you pull that shit from people, are you going to have droves of homeless people littering your area now? Are you going to have... If, if you start, you know... If, if you don't make, you know, the first two years of college free, which, I mean, it's not right now, are we going to continue to be a less and less educated society? I mean, you want to look at the grand scheme of things, not just, well, I don't like it. It's not fair to me. <laughs> no, look at, look at the result. Like, be able to look beyond today maybe even the next week and be like this is a good thing we need to keep it because human nature says ah, we will have nothing but homeless people littering the streets and crime will go up and education will go down and so on and so forth so I, I don't agree at all with the knee jerk reactions the oh my god so and so at the at the drive through got my order wrong how hard is it to I like you got mad one day because somebody making less money than you had a nicer thing than you. Just fucking get over it, <laughs> you know? But we have these discussions all the time about that kind of stuff. It, it is infuriating to see, especially when you've got somebody in front of line in front of the line of you at like a Walmart with six kids and buying, you know, lobster dinners and shit. Yeah, it's a f infuriating. <laughs> but it's that's that's not the norm. I mean, it happens once in a while. And it's super infuriating to see, but 
It's not happening all over the fucking place. Most people actually do have a moral compass. It's the, it's the few that you run into that stick in your mind and piss you off that make you want to change the fucking law. Yeah, because like you never saw, because you never even noticed the other ones. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> most people have shame and they're not gonna fucking be like, look at me on food stamps, you know? Like they're not gonna do that yeah. shit. Whenever, um, whenever, because uh, I've been on, I've been on um, unemployment repeatedly. You can kind of tell. Um, <laughs> that sounds. That's that's the self-deprecation is real. Um, <laughs> so, well, you know, whenever I was when I was making it though, like you know, it was always between between contracts, and so I mean, like rather than you know uh, being like you're like I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna spend all this goddamn money, it was just like I'm gonna do like I do with all the rest of my money, and let it pile up. Yep, because that's what I do. I mean. You use it wisely. You use it the best you can, and you make it fit what you're trying to do so that you can get out of your situation. I mean, most people don't want to be on food stamps. There are a few lazy motherfuckers out there that will just fucking ride that shit as long as they can. And yeah, they make the rest of the, the people on food stamps look really bad, and you know, you can't punish the entire group for the one person. I mean, that's... what What's that called, Frank? What form of government is that? This one person ruined it for everybody. <laughs> what is uh, that? I don't know. Is that a form of government? Is that a a, a a tendency of a of a certain form of government? You're gonna have to repeat the question. When you punish one person, or punish the entire group for one person, that's like fucking elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's that um, it's that. It's definitely like authoritarianism. Be like, so like we have one we have one person in an entire group. It's like it's like you have like one guy in your neighborhood steals a loaf of, loaf of bread. Well, obviously you burn everyone alive. Yeah, I mean. Whoa! 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 Hold on. It's honestly almost racism. I mean, like you're like you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and just destroy this entire city block because it smells. <laughs> right here. <laughs> pick your pick your yeah. You you walk by like a, an open sewer hole cover and be like like well that's just filthy. Jenkins, bulldoze this area. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, damn, that was harsh. Yeah, I mean, the the knee jerk reactions to abolishing this, abolishing that. Listen, there's only one thing that I can actually think of that we have in this country that needs to be abolished, and that is for profit prisons. That'd be that'd be that's high on my list. That would be like if like look if I was president, first of all, I'd be a terrible president because I would become an autocrat before the ink's even dry. <laughs> and then, I mean, like like what? I'd be like I'd be the guy in the, there because like rather than being like you know like um, Orange Hitler, I'd be like uh, so rather than being like you know hey which which one of these uh, which one of these buttons pardons me and my family, I'd be like which one of these buttons makes me dictator for life. <laughs> Which one of these causes the con? Which which button do I push on this table to make the Constitution just burst into flames? See, <laughs> you would make a good chief of staff. I, <laughs> we're like, what do you mean we're not waterboarding anymore? <laughs> I don't know how to live. I don't know how to live my life unless I waterboard at least three people a day. Listen, <laughs> you keep that shit in the Oval Office. <laughs> I talk oh, to people, yeah. not you. <laughs> I'd be, it'd be rough. I'd be, I'd be the, I'd be the chief of staff who's literally like just like round rock, like who buys an apartment across the street from the Pentagon. Just <laughs> being going, going in, being, being like, so guys, what are we getting into today? <laughs> who are we leveling today? 
See, it's that's it's talk like that. That's leftist talk right there. That's socialism talk right there. But you know what? I don't disagree. <laughs> he says, I think there should be something to mention no matter what you make. If you have kids, you should get them until you're 21. Just my opinion. He's talking about food stamps. I mean, that would be nice. Because <laughs> it's fucking hard to have a kid right now. Especially, okay, okay. Another tangent. We gotta we gotta cut this off soon, but I, I just gotta say this real quick. We got it ten really, minutes, dog. <laughs> it is really hard to have kids when you're not poor. <laughs> like you gotta be like, all right, okay. So how am I gonna budget this? Uh, okay, fuck. I mean, I, I got a pretty hefty tax return. That's cool, but okay. But if you're poor, you don't gotta pay for shit. <laughs> They, yeah, the government pays for everything, so like, might as well have like six kids, you know? That was that's I mean that's one of the things. Um, Thomas Sowell uh, wrote a book uh, based almost entirely on that, where like he calls it the um, the uh, the culmination of the welfare state, which he blames almost entirely on uh, the left, and it's it's basically the the notion that you know we have we have decided as a society to reward especially uh low income communities with the idea of pro- uh uh propagating <laughs> you a Bernie supporter he's not a Bernie supporter i've never seen this man in my life i don't know what he just touches my testicles periodically <laughs> uh gross but like it was it was the idea that you know we have you know in the 60s and 70s we decided that we are going to um, propagate the notion that if you have a certain amount of children, then you are going to be supported by the government simply for existing. And then the the way that you make money is by having kids and continuing to have kids effectively until death. And so, you know, in the in the sixties and seventies, it's becoming a problem where we're like, you know, hey, we're going to support all that. And then Vietnam hit, and then you know, the Republicans were like, hey, hey, I've got a good spot for all those. You know all those uh, kids that keep propping up that we can't do anything with and are being a huge drain. Let's draft them. And I'm like, super. That's not probably the answer they were looking for. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine it was probably more like education, job draft prospects. And put I them mean, in a war that draft them, throw them into, throw them, yeah, yeah, throw them, <laughs> throw them into, throw them into, you know, Vietnam and let them get shot to pieces. That's not. That's not a good solution, y'all. I'm just. See that's that's a very roundabout Thanos way right there, <laughs> very roundabout. That's not it's not though. That's that's a that's a that's a repeatedly proven historical uh, method. When you get to a certain amount of population, a certain amount of uh, a certain amount of uh, territory uh, used, a certain amount of resources used, and then you start looking at your population, and you're like, what can I do in order to alleviate the burden on the people who are the highest producers? Remove the people that are below them, that effectively the human chaff that are below them, the, in order to make it so that the middle and upper class can grow more effectively and we can have a less stagnant society. So what do you do? You talk to the other nation, and then you have a fucking war. They call them proxy wars. And that has happened. It's, it's you know, it happened in China. It's happened in Russia. It's happened in, repeatedly throughout, like, the, the greater now confederation of Russia. It happens non-stop in Africa it's happened throughout throughout human history if humans have been together for any length of time there have been wars specifically for that for that unique purpose and it's I mean it's heartbreaking because it's like there has to be a fucking better way especially now 
this is goddamn America. We shouldn't have to do shit like that. Right. We have access to the resources. We have access to the land. We have access to the education. But for whatever reason, for people's own fucking misguided uh, selfishness, they've decided that rather than rather than propagating the country an education, science, understanding, philosophy, and culture, we've decided, nah, we're just going to keep you down. More for me and less for you yeah. because America is defined by its uh, shiniest pillar, and that's going to be fucking me. That's the and, thing. Is like it kills me. It's unsustainable in the long term because eventually uh, there's going to be a whole lot of them and very few of you. And, here's the thing. Well, I mean, that's how it go is ahead. now. But I mean, go, here's the thing. You, you look at look at fucking look at uh, Louis the Fifteenth. You know, I mean, where is he? This guy's goddamn head cut off. That's where he was. You know why? Because he flaunted his fucking wealth in front of the people who had nothing. Because, yep. hmm, what happened? Well, we kept propagating you guys to go to war because there were so many of you and then you brought riches back and then you give it to me and then I taxed you and then I taxed you and then I taxed you and then, then you you fucking killed literally everyone because you could only push a culture so far before it pushes back. Yeah. And then so I mean like and that's and that's the thing that kills me about watching watching some of these politicians being like doing the, the more for me and less for everybody else. You know, they have this um they have this uh you've been fun to see you tomorrow time. Um uh, we usually Jesus, start what? at 11 Eastern time. Yeah. This doesn't look like a Subnautica stream. Did you not change them? My I God. changed it. My <laughs> God. Um, so... What the fuck was I saying? So but, so then you have, you have like, this, um, this notion that seems that these politicians have that I'm going to be protected by... You know the military, the secret service, etc. Even though, like all of my nefarious deeds, it doesn't really make any difference because I have them to protect me. Except for that, just like in the French Revolution, they're forgetting that those people are consistent with the demographic that they're shitting on. Because soldiers, secret service, which are usually either former soldiers or current soldiers, they have families. They're not. They're either middle class or they're or they're lower class. They're never going to be the upper one percenters. You know. It, it, so it's like, what do you, what do you think? Who do you think they're going to side with? Do you think they're going to side with the bourgeoisie or who are going to pay them, or do you think they're going to side with their families? And that's exactly what happened in the French Revolution, because like we, you have like you have these soldiers that that King Louis, etc., and and all the other French aristocracy were like, like, well, no, they'll protect us, and then they're like, my sister just starved to death last week kind of tired of your shit <laughs> so i mean and then all of a sudden you know some baron's eating a bayonet you know and it, it, that's exactly how it, that, that, i mean if if they continue to push you know society and culture even in america even in this day and age if they continue to push it like that that's what's going to happen i mean the the military will be the first ones to turn around and all of a sudden you see a bunch of senators being dragged out of capitol hill and being put against the wall yeah you're welcome y'all because that's what's going to happen this is how you get revolutions <laughs> You should be in Tom Bailey Fish. I agree with that. Because they tickle my no-no square. They're so fancy and slimy, and I like them when they're in my wetsuit. They wiggle all about. Listen, that's that's another conversation for another time. No, that's my that's one of my many fetishes. Alright, let's wrap this baby up. Alright, folks. Well, this has been fun. We typically don't get political. But 
it's hard not to anymore. I mean, this week was really rough. It's it's this really week was really rough not to get political on. But I think we're gonna be seeing a whole lot more of it because I think we've got it down to a science to not a get pissed off ourselves and b piss off a whole lot of people. I mean, oh my god, I used to make him so mad. I used to make him so mad. No, nah, it wasn't me. S- I, so good. It, it just for me, it's it blows my mind how some people think. But I just have to come back to him and be like, all right, let's let's think the whole thing, you know. <laughs> but I, you know what? And I would like to point out that I went this entire political discussion, and I didn't say one time that we should crucify anybody. That's not true. I know. I never said we should crucify anybody. Not once. No, you just said. Never mind. <laughs> There's a difference. Go back and watch. So anyways, if you like what you saw, like what you heard, please like, rate, comment, subscribe, especially subscribe, so that you know when we go on next. Um, We typically podcast Wednesdays and Thursdays at about, uh, was it, 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 o'clock Eastern. So we're all over the place. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Uh, You know, hook hook up with us there. Shoot us an email at mail at dashleygentleman.com. Uh, join our Discord. The details should be down below. Um, if you want to keep the discussion going, I might even make a whole other uh, channel just for talking about shit like this to keep it... Talking about politics? ...away from the people that don't want to hear about it. Because <laughs> they're afraid. Um, <laughs> you stink of fear! But yeah, so we will, uh, we will see you next time. See you later. Bye. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it, it makes me laugh.